we need the anointing of God. The anointing is that divine enablement of the Holy Ghost or the power of God to operate and function in our life. And some of us men need the anointing of God on our life to really be our father. We need the anointing of God in our life. Some of us business people, we need an anointing. You can go through the motion, and I don't want to go through the motion. You should want to be anointed. You're listening to the Anointed Leadership Podcast with Terry Lynn Scott. Subscribe today to start cultivating more leadership anointing in your life. Now here's your host, Terry Lynn Scott. Welcome everybody to the Anointed Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Lynn Scott. I'm so grateful that you're joining me today. Uh, as always, uh, just a couple things that I'd ask you to do before we jump into it. Today we're talking about spirit, soul, and body leadership. Uh, that's the, the topic of our content, and I think it's so vital as every leader that we understand that the whole person has to be well-rounded and balanced in life for to be successful in every area of our life. But before we jump into today's content, I'd ask you to do a couple of things. First of all, if you're not a subscriber to the channel, if you don't mind, just hit the subscribe button. Uh, I greatly appreciate that. Uh, also, if you would leave us a comment or a review or contact us some way if this content is helping you, uh, adding value to your life so that we know that we're actually being a help to you. Also, third is, is probably the most important to me is if you'd hit the share button, uh, share this with coworkers, colleagues, uh, other leaders that you know, your pastor, church leaders, uh, entrepreneurs, business owners. If this content is helping you, just hit the share button. I would greatly appreciate that. And uh, I know that together we're going to allow the anointing of God to get into our lives to accomplish what God's called us to do. As you know, it is the Anointed Leadership Podcast where we're talking about asking God's anointing, supernatural ability to get upon us in our natural to accomplish great things uh, for him and for our communities. Amen. Well, today we're talking about spirit, soul, and body leadership. Last time out, we talked about uh, great leaders lead themselves. And I just really want to challenge you in this mindset is that uh, the leadership part of this is really tough. I think that so many people talk about spirit, soul, and body, and the very first thing goes to our mind is our body. Uh, the way we look, the weight we gain or the weight we don't gain, uh, how fit we are, how exercise, how much we exercise, and we think, man, we're doing it right. And uh, most people forget that the body uh, isn't the only part of our body that or our life that needs to be uh, in great health. It needs to be our mind, you know, that has to be in great health. Uh, our spirit, man, the in integrity of our heart has to be in great health. And so every area of our life, for us to be successful, we have to have a, a balanced spirit, soul, and body. The Bible talks about in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, it says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, uh, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I think about that uh, for a leadership verse, just this thought process, is that my spirit can't be blamed. My, my poor attitudes, the lack of integrity of my heart can't be a blame that somebody else uses why they don't succeed or why they won't look to you or they won't follow you. Or how about my body, the way it looks, if I'm out of shape, if I'm overweight, if I'm unhealthy, if I can't breathe, what does that look like? It, that can't be the purpose of the blame why people won't follow me, nor is it my uh, uh, soul, the way I think, my intellect, my emotions. All of this has to be balanced for people to really follow us. And I really believe 
that, you know, we're getting ready to head into the holiday season. Uh, I mean, we're going into Thanksgiving, then straight into Christmas, and then the new year, and then everything kind of changes in January from this point out. But the reality is if we are good leaders and great leaders, we live a disciplined life and we don't take months off. I'm not talking about cheat days in life. I'm not talking about uh, having what you want and enjoying it. I'm just talking about time that we invest into our own lives to make sure that we're healthy and well-rounded in every area. The Bible says, I wish and pray that you all would prosper even as your soul prospers. So the prosperity or the success of our life is not contingent upon our body, but it's our interior, the emotions, the intellect, our mindset, the way we think, the attitudes of our heart. And so all of that's important as we live life. But I believe that it's really vital, important for leadership. I'm a, I'm a firm believer that uh, it's easier to follow a disciplined individual than it is to follow an undisciplined individual. J- just so many areas of our life, whatever that looks like. Somebody that knows their yes and is sticking true to their yes, it's easier to follow them. Here's the reason why in my opinion, is if I know where I'm going, I'm not easily persuaded to adjust course at all. But if I'm not sure where I'm going, because, or let's say I do know where I'm going, but I'm undisciplined, I'm allowing other voices to come in and alter, you know, that recalculating, 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 because the course that we were headed on, we took a U-turn. We, 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 we were so spontaneous that we went over here and we saw something else. And the, and the GPS is telling us, you've made a wrong turn. And so it's really difficult to follow people that are undisciplined in emotions. They're undisciplined in their body. They're undisciplined in their integrity or in character, their spirit man. It's really hard to follow those people. Why? Because we are unsure where we're going. We're unsure what the day holds. We don't know if we can actually walk into their office and have a conversation without them emotionally blowing up or without them having a hard time breathing. You see what I'm saying? So we find all of these things and it really is tough. Uh, I'm not, I'm not being mean. I'm not trying to be degrading today, but I really am trying to point out a real key component that if we want the anointing of God to get upon us, we have some work to do. Paul said in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 9, 27, he says, though I preached all these to everybody else, I beat my body to make it subject because if after I've preached, I myself am disqualified. I don't want that in my life. I've got to beat my body, which means discipline, which means uh, bring it under self-control, right? And so whatever area of our life that we may struggle in, we've got to figure out how to beat that thing and make it subject to the Word of God. Why? So that I'm not disqualified. This is what spirit, soul, and body is that nobody can blame me, my actions, my attitude, my lack of discipline, why they feel they can just live however they want or do whatever they want. We're talking about spirit, soul, and body leadership. It's a vital, important thing in everyday life of leaders. I I really believe this. I wrote this down. I'm going to do a little bit more looking at my notes because I want to be very specific today uh, about some of the things that uh, that I wrote down because I think it'll help every one of us, me included. I'm not the most disciplined person all the time. Uh, I have a level of discipline in my life for my health. Uh, I have a level of discipline in my life for my exercise, and I have a level of discipline in my life for my mind. I have a level of discipline in my life for my spirit, but that doesn't mean I'm perfect. That just means I have it and I've got to strive every single day to beat this body because this, the soulless realm, this natural realm, this body wants to 
just do whatever it wants to do, whatever it feels like. And most of the time, it don't feel like going to the gym. Most of the time, it feels like uh, a chocolate cake all the time, but that's not what I want to eat all the time, right? And it, it feels like binge watching Netflix, but I really should read a, a book that'll better my life, right? So I, I think we got to realize that. And so writing some of these down, I just want to be key uh, on what I'm saying so that it can help every one of us in our leadership. And here's what I believe. We as leaders are only as good to people as our health in every area of our life. I realize that I can't help somebody if I'm unhealthy, if I can't get out of the bed, if I can't work, if I can't walk, if I can't breathe, if I can't think properly. I'm only as good as my health. Not not just my physical, but my mental, my spiritual health. It's only as good. I can't help you beyond what I'm capable of doing, right? Uh, all great leaders know this one thing. Um, successful leaders know this. They're, 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 they are their most valuable asset and their time is their most valuable commodity. I am my most valuable asset. My health, my body, my mind, I'm my most valuable asset. Now, I know God is and we understand that, but we're talking about just in everyday life, I'm my most valuable asset. My workers, my team's not, my money's not, my house is not, my phone is not, my car is not. Terry. Without Terry, none of that other stuff matters and it all goes away. Anyway, my time is my most valuable commodity. So what I do with my time and for myself, my health, is going to determine the future of my life and the success of it. If I'm unhealthy, I'm not going to be able to do anything uh, that my future really holds for me. I'm not going to be able to keep up with the, the speed of life if I'm unhealthy. And so that's why exercise is vital. That's why maybe not gym time, but just going out walking every single day, two, three miles and just walking. That's why reading or listening to podcasts, things that challenge you right where you are, uh, are helpful because it stirs up the thing on the inside of you to bring a greater health to you. Uh, here's what I, I wrote down is this. When we are out of balance in all three areas, we will experience a significant effect on our overall performance. If, I'm un, in, if I have an imbalance in my mental capacity, but yet my spiritual and my physical is healthy, I can battle through and work out that mental issue. If my mind is right and my spirit is right, I can beat my body and make it healthy. If my, uh, my mind is right and if, I got my, if my, my body's right, but yet my spirit is heartened, I can have the fortitude to go after and, and build health in my spiritual life. But if I'm out, out of balance in all three areas, it's going to be really tough. If I'm out of balance in one of them, it's going to be tough. If I'm in out of balance in two, man, it's going to be a fight. If I'm imbalanced in all three, you might as well throw in the towel, basically. Come on. It's, it's really tough to, to really lead people. Here's what I really believe. This is, this is what I really believe. People aren't following what you say. They're following your example. I, I find that most great leaders and the greatest successful leaders, they have great things to say. But they've, those things that they're saying are learned from life experiences and how they have applied the things in life to them to become the leader, excuse me, that they are today. And so I really find that it's a necessity for us to um, have a level of balance in every area of our life. And I just want to talk to you about that. How, how, do you, how do you develop that? How do you lead yourself? How do you have uh, spirit, soul, and body leadership? And how does that work? And how do I know if I'm out of balance? And I think that's some of the key components is how do I know if I'm out of balance? Let, let, well, let's look, at, let's look at both sides of this. Let's look, what are the symptoms? And then maybe what is the result in our mind in our body, and in our spirit, man. Let, let's dive into this today just for a moment. 
and uh, taking a few moments with me just to understand that, you know, yeah, we're going into holiday season. And yet January's coming, but kind of like everybody, Monday, it never comes. We say we'll start on Monday. The question is, how determined are you to be successful in every area of your life? And when are you willing to start that success? If you're willing to start it today, you, you generate success in your life quicker than waiting till January the 1st. I'm just telling you, you're two months out. Why waste two months on things you could do today? This is challenging, but let's look at symptoms. And then let's look at maybe some resolves, how we would fix this. And this is Terry's way of doing it. This is when Terry knows I have problems. And these are things that are in my own life that I've picked apart. And I've realized when I see these symptoms, I'm figuring out that I've got a level of imbalance that I need to adjust something. Why? Because I got to be healthy. So here it is, mind. Let's talk about it first. It's when we're off track mentally and intellectually. When we're having a hard time just having a simple conversation. When we're having a hard time thinking through some things. We're having a hard time concentrating mentally on certain things. Watch, our, our knowledge can be unclear. I know the Bible. And sometimes it's like, oh, man, I can't remember. What is that? That's an unclear mind. And it's because there's an imbalance somewhere in my life. How about fuzzy or seems missing? You're fuzzy. It's like everything's a blur. You don't remember what you're doing. You don't remember where you've been. It's all fuzzy. It's all blurry in your life. What about this as leaders? Because we're problem solvers. What happens when we, can, we struggle with, with matching solutions to problems? That's a mental a blockage. That's a mental breakdown in our, in our own life that we are uh, struggling in. And we've got to get that thing up, right? How about this one? Um, we're not able to dissect and define a problem. We don't even see that there is a problem. We're so mentally disconnected because we're unclear, we're fuzzy, we're blurred in our, our focus. We're, we're, and this is, a, this is Terry's, I'm just telling you, this is where Terry's been. I've seen these symptoms in my life and my leadership, and I've recognized that they're problems. And when I see the problem, I have to do something about it. And one of them is I don't even realize, I'm not dissecting or defining a problem. Somebody gives me something, I can't think about how would you fix that? And so you've got to realize those are some problems. Well, what about, what about how do I fix that problem? And here's what I want to tell you about is watch. Uh, maybe take a course or read a book about your life. Like, what do you do? What's your profession? How about update what you're doing? Uh, for me, I, I read a lot of Bible books. I read a lot of books on pastoring and preaching. And, and I read a lot of books that will help me become a better me and not just be a better communicator. But so that's one thing. How about read material? And I, this is another one and that refreshes your knowledge base. Knowledge base of what? Whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're lacking in. Be a lifetime learner. That's why podcasts to me. I'm doing a podcast because the Lord told me to do this, but I believe it's some content that's helping people, helping them develop. But I listen to a ton of podcasts. Why? I'm a lifetime learner. I'm looking for things even in leadership. As I teach leadership, I'm listening to great leaders. I listen to people like uh, Zig Ziglar and Louis Giglio. I listen to people like Craig Rochelle and uh, many others like that. Why? Because I'm learning. I'm constantly learning why my mind has to be balanced. It has to be healthy. It's got to be whole, right? How about this? Do some research and talk or talk to others. Uh, do some research about whatever. Just start researching. Challenge the mind to think on, uh, greater than what it's thinking. Uh, how about this last one? You got to take risks to challenge your abilities. And I think that's one of those things that we have to do. We're so hesitant to pick up something else because we're, we're, we're blurred and fuzzy. No, take a challenge that promotes a risk in your life to think 
to make your mind work and you have to do that. Here's a simple one. Let me just explain. I learned this. You want to challenge your mind every day. Men, let me talk to the men and maybe the ladies. Shave differently every day. You say, what does that have to do? Well, if you start here down and then you come here down and then up here and then how about start at the mustache? How about start underneath and leave the top? The simple thought of removing the habit to cause the brain to think in the morning will challenge health in your mind daily. Go do research. Ladies, what about shaving a different leg? Come on, a different armpit. Whatever that is, shave differently every day. It's something simple that'll challenge your mind to do different than what it's normally doing. That's what we're talking about. Craig Rochelle made this statement not too long ago. He said, the greatest enemy to the life that you want, it's the life that you're living. And what does that mean? To me, this is what it means to me, is that I'm, I'm hindering my future by the way I'm living today, whether my mind's struggling, my body's struggling, my, my spirit man's struggling, my, my, uh, what, is strugg- what I'm feeding it today is going to affect it tomorrow. If I'm not feeding my mind things that challenge it, it's going to affect my tomorrow's success. If I'm, not, if I'm feeding junk to my body, it's going to affect my bo- ability to, to navigate and, and move through life without being lethargic because of the junk I'm putting in, it'll affect my tomorrow. The, the greatest enemy to what you want is what you're living and you got to change it. And if your mind is struggling and you're struggling to renew it and challenge it and grow it, you, you're going to affect your tomorrow. Let's talk about body symptoms. Uh, this is, you know, when we, when we experience a consistent level of illness, we got some body issues. Uh, I know people that have been healthy for many, many, many years, and then all of a sudden they're getting sick. Well, you wonder why. And then you look at their diet. You look at their regimen of exercise. You look at the way they take care of themselves. Those types of things. This is a symptom. How about low energy? This is, remember, these are Terry's. These are mine. And I wrote them all down just as I sell, help to you guys. I'm not picking you apart. I don't know who's watching this. But I'm telling you, this is where I was. And when I have these problems, I know I got symptoms. Uh, weight gain. I love to stick around about the 175, 180 mark. I don't like to be bulky. I don't want to be big. I don't want to be huge. I want to be healthy. I want to be in shape. And I want to be able to keep up with my grandkids. Uh, this is It's weight gain. How about this? All you're doing is eating more fatty and more sugary foods. Uh, that's you're craving that. That's when you know your body's out of balance. How about no interest in dressing nicely? You just you're bumming around. I know it's a fashion statement today to wear bummy clothes or, or pajamas, but successful people understand we dress the part. We get it. Uh, how about this excessive or insufficient sleep? Uh, some some people say I'm, I'm you know I don't get enough out sleep and you slept nine hours. No, it's it's. You're, you've got problems in your body. You, you should operate on a, in a function on a specific amount of sleep. But if you're getting insufficient or excessive, you've probably got body problems. Uh, how about this? If you're a member of the Couch Potato Club, <laughs> come on. Uh, I used to be that, and I've been that numerous times in my life, and I know that's a problem, and i got to address it. How do you do? How, what are the resolve to this? Uh, get off the couch and get a daily exercise program. Get off the couch. Go walk. Uh, get away from the TV. Stop Stop binging all these shows and all these TV shows to keep you there and, and keep you out of balance in every day. We're talking about great leadership now. We're not just talking about the average person. We're talking about leaders who want to be successful. Get off the couch, right? There's nothing wrong with every once in a while, but get off of being the club in the club constantly. Uh, build a good diet. You know, eat better, eat better. Drink a lot of water. Uh, I'm a coffee drinker. Might as well take a sip. But if I drink too much coffee with that caffeine, 
It causes me to retain wa water weight and it bloats. If I don't drink enough water, it doesn't flush out of me. Get water in you. Eat vegetables. Eat, eat good fruits. Uh, those types of things. Eat the right meal for your life. How about this one? Uh, just limit the sugar and the fatty foods. Be di disciplined with, it's not that you can never eat it, but eat it once a week. You know, don't eat it every day. Don't eat it every other day, but choose what you're going to eat and when you're going to eat and be disciplined to say no. Why? Because it's a part of your success. How about this? Lower the caffeine. That's big. That's I just told you, if I drink a lot, caffeine causes me to hold. Water pushes it out. Reduce the amount of caffeine. Update your wardrobe. Stop keeping up the wardrobe that allows you to gain weight. Get rid of it. I had to do this. I got rid of everything. And I we used to be a 36. Now I'm, I'm really a 33, uh, but I hold 34s. Uh, why? Because 32s are too tight. You can barely buy 33. So I'm a 34. And I hold. I'm, I got rid of everything that wouldn't fit. I went away from my extra larges and got to my mediums. Why? It forces me to stay there. It's a discipline about my life. It's curb the junk food. We talked about go to bed and get up at regular times. This is how, the, you know, the symptoms of the body can be beat by, by alternating these other things into place. It's a choice. It's a discipline. Spirit, soul, and body leadership. People want to follow healthy people. If I can't follow you because you're going nowhere, how can you lead me? This is what we have to say. Whether it's body, whether it's mental issues, whether it's a, a spirit, a, effect of our spirit, man. What are some spirit symptoms? Watch this. Uh, your source of life energy drops. It just droops down. It's like, oh, I'm not sure. How about that we become lethargic? We're distracted. We're unfulfilled. Uh, we, we have little purpose. Man, you know who you are. You're the position. You're the leader. You're the visionary. Whatever you are, pastor, you, you, this is who you are. But in our minds and inside of us, we stop believing that we can do what God's purposed us to do. We're withdrawn. We're self-absorbed. We have no goals. We just get up and we exist spontaneously. We're disconnected. Listen, this is Terry Linscott's. This is my list of symptoms. Why? Because I've been there. And, I, and, and it's not like I'm there all the time, but I've been there recently in some of these areas. I was hopeless. I was unsure. I'm very materialistic. When I, my spirit man, I start seeing things that I don't have and wanting them. And, and I got to learn. Uh, we're going to really talk about success when swings on the uh, uh, hinges of gratitude on Thanksgiving Day on our podcast. And we got to realize that when we are materialistic, we're no longer seeing what we have because we're, we're not right in our spirit man. And we got to get that person fixed. How do we do that? Well, let, let's talk about that just for a moment. We pray. We spend time in meditation. Joshua 1, 1 8 says, uh, Be strong and courageous in the Lord. Meditate on the word day and night. Then you'll make your way successful and prosperous. It's a meditation, it's a prayer, it's studying the Bible, it's reading, it's rehearsing, it's memorizing verses. Uh, spend time out in nature. The Lord says, Why worry about your life? Listen. When I, I take care of the birds of the air and the, and, the, and the animals in the ground, go out into nature and see what God's doing for them. And it will remind you of how great your God is for you. Take silent walks. Just say nothing. Pause and just relax and meditate. Uh, you know, join a community of people with similar values and get around them to build you up. Build one another up. Hebrews chapter 10 says, Don't neglect the assembling together, as some have done, but all the more do it so we can encourage each other. you got to get a group of people around you that will encourage you. Stop isolating yourself and get around people, right? Um, journal every day. Do daily reflections. In the morning, wake up 
and think about your day. Write what you're going to do. Write what that plan looks like. Leave that white space. At the end of the day, sit down and write what you did, who you impacted, who did you have influence on, and what you hope to do tomorrow. How about this? Go after some. Go after a conference. That'll build your spirit, man. I attend conferences often. Why? Because as leaders, we're constantly giving out. As pastors, I'm constantly pouring out. This whole year, uh, I preached almost every service up to just recently, the whole, from January to uh, October. Uh, I missed some of the Wednesday nights because I let people preach. But I preached. I gave out a lot this year. So right now, I'm actually refueling for my 2022. And you have to do that, right? you got to attend those. Go read some books. Go read books of the Bible. Read books about the Bible. Read books about uh, your life, how to build you up. Why? Because you matter. You are your greatest asset leader. Uh, Listen, spirit, soul, and body leadership. Probably one of the greatest lessons I've ever learned in my leadership is people want to follow healthy people. you got to give them an example that they can follow. And I challenge you. To do that. Listen, I hope this is enjoying, you've enjoyed it. I hope the content has challenged you. It's add value to you. Again, if this has, please share it with somebody. Leave me a comment or review. Reach out to me. If there's any way that I could help you and your team and your leadership, reach out to us. Uh, you can find us on our, 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 uh, Uh, through the podcast. You can find us through the YouTube, on Facebook, uh, on Instagram. Find us. Reach out. Let us know that we can help you. If you need us to come in and help you with your team, I I just ask that you just contact us. Get a hold of us. And uh, we want to be a blessing to you however we can help you in your leadership. Hey, until next time, I'm praying for you and I'm believing God for the anointing of God to get upon you and your leadership to be fully successful in every area of your life. In Jesus' name. Connect with Terry on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts to help this message reach more people so together we can create anointed leaders all over the world. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we're believing God with you and for you that whatever you put your hand to will prosper in Jesus' name.